0: Um, do you have a drink?
1: Oh, do I have a drink? I would like to tell you about my drink. So my drink is what I like to call a white chick, um, (laughs) which is named after my favorite film, White Chicks. Uh, It is gin, white claw, lemon, and sour candy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Very delicious.
0: A real choice. Yes. Several choices thank you mine is a white boy it is vodka with tonic and a uh, a lime wedge
1: okay so it's a vodka tonic it's a vodka tonic (laughs) I support that though very delicious very refreshing
0: thank you shall we cheers
1: yes 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 a real cheers clink
0: clink oh my gosh i usually do an intro segment to like hey guys this week i'm going to talk to this person
1: i've listened to it before
0: i feel like we need to dive right in okay let's do it (laughs) because you're stephanie we work together and
1: there's nothing else to say i'm stephanie
0: you're stephanie and i'm dan and the movie of the moment the show of the moment
1: it's tiger king
0: It's tiger king
1: it has taken over my life
0: March 20th
1: to now, I am not the same.
0: (laughs) Um, You did a 50... For the listeners, you did a 52-slide presentation. 54. Excuse me. 54-slide presentation, a critical analysis and discussion of Tiger King. You did it to pilot groups, and then I was part of the main stage... With like 30 people on Zoom. Do you have a count of how many people it was?
1: Yes, the actual, the full count that I got after was 37. 37 there were a few attendees. people. A few people only came in for like a second or two. And I actually have one of my old college roommates' brothers showed up and then he said something to one of my roommates that was like, it was a little too intelligent. I couldn't handle it because I don't <laughs> think anyone expected us to be talking about Tiger King in the way we were.
0: Right? Yeah, well, I mean, we were talking, but you were, and I want to call this an unpacking of Tiger King because there's so much to unpack and you unpacked like a great majority of it, but you still had to ignore so many parts of it.
1: I know because I got to this point. Well, I actually started making this presentation as a joke because I was trying to get my boyfriend to watch Tiger King because the day I watched it, I stayed up until four in the morning, three in the morning, whatever it took to watch all of it. And I was texting him all these updates. I was like, I can't even put these into text messages because there's so much. And I told him, you just have to watch it. And he didn't really want to. And then when I was also the next day talking to my roommate, she didn't really want to watch it either. So I was like, look, guys, I'm making a presentation. I'll start. The first time I showed it in my first focus group, um, which was to our friend Sue, it was like 32 slides. It was way shorter. Um, And then I just kept feeling like I needed to add more and add more and add more. And I couldn't add everything, which is it's it's crazy because I I do feel like even if you hadn't seen the show and had only seen my presentation, you're only getting about half of the story.
0: You would agree that there's I've never seen television like this before in my life.
1: Yes, absolutely. Fiction or nonfiction, I've never seen something like this with so many twists and turns, and it's only five hours of material.
0: Right, because it covers like, it it covers like shock value, like not even in the same question. Like it's not one thing that's shocking; it's a series of shocking things over and over that compound themselves, and you don't even get like numb to this. Like you continue to be shocked by each thing
1: every time something happens you think okay this is it this is insane it can't get any crazier and then something else happens and like well, I, I don't understand and I can only imagine what the documentarians were thinking as they came in to do this reptile documentary and five years later have all of this material um I also like I don't really necessarily think they did the best job you know painting every picture because as we found out later um one of the characters, not even character, he's a person, one of the people they interviewed um, had, like, no teeth, and they wanted him to be, like, a meth addict, so they didn't show any of the footage they have of him when he got teeth later. Um, and they also, I don't know if you've read anything about them misgendering Saf for the entire yes, show. Yes, I did. So, like, that sort of stuff, I feel like if they would have just tried a little harder, they could have, like, done that, but they they wanted to make good TV. And when something like this falls into your lap, how could you not?
0: Right, and I also just want to say, there are people that, like, a lot of people are on the bandwagon. A lot, of, a lot of people are like me with popular series like Downton Abbey or The Crown or Game of Thrones, where I'm just like, like, it's this big following and I'm like, I don't really care about, like, I don't watch, mm-hmm. I don't, whatever. Obviously, I don't care about, like, tiger, whatever, and, or, like, exotic animal zoo keepers. <laughs> I would say most people don't the content is relevant like the context of it well i don't know how to say this but it's like it's not about your interest in this subject matter this is com- this is storytelling on acid
1: absolutely it absolutely is and it's it's a look into all of these people's lives who definitely never thought they would be in any sort of spotlight they're just living like this is how they live and that's they're they're happy and that's what matters but wow not many people get to like have a documentary crew follow them for five years and seeing that like all of these characters they're they're that's who they are they're just living these wild lives with 227 tigers and it's normal for them
0: and it's painfully i think it's so authentic is the thing because they didn't think this was going to be like a super big whatever i'm Mm -mm. sure i mean obviously because i'm sure they're probably coping with the fact now that they are like national symbols like they're hashtag
1: famous
0: (laughs) they're famous um before we go further spoiler alert we are going to get into everything that happened and people can either watch the series or not but i encourage them to watch the series before they listen to the remainder of this presentation i agree do you think we should start from the beginning and like move through let's maybe start from the beginning and then just like see where this takes us because it's going to be like over and over like it's going to be a candy a candy land conversation
1: we will do the best we can
0: what it oh my god i don't where do you think we should start
1: wow oh
0: right it's hard to get started (laughs) this is a story to me this is a story that's about economics it's about love it's about sex it's about power it's about money it's about animal abuse it's about animal abuse
1: it's about the power of the internet and being able to connect people who are in different geographical areas
0: it's about subcultures it's
1: politics
0: politics um disappointment heartbreak um the law um poverty um, and
1: really rich people too
0: well, right, but that's the thing, is that are any of these... Okay, so let's talk about the money piece first. These tigers are very expensive, mm-hmm. but, and the people who run them live in squalor, f- for in large part, except, like, Jeff Lowe is rich, but then turns out that he's probably not that rich. He's, like, living in a rented mansion in Las Vegas. And, like, and I guess Carol is rich from... Carol is
1: super rich. Carol is rich, but besides when we look in her house where it's clearly she lives in a mansion covered in cat print um i don't think we don't get to see a lot into her wealth because um her sanctuary which it's a toss-up whether that we should actually call it a sanctuary or a zoo or whatever but it doesn't seem like she's poured all of her money into that and i i think that there's a lot of expenses to having as many tigers as she has that we don't see but even just looking at the cages that they're in and the the facilities it doesn't look like she's a millionaire and maybe that's because she has spent all of it on legal fees but she definitely she has a lot of money
0: Carol was a big point of contention in the our Zoom your Zoom presentation because there was a very thoughtful contributor who said gave basically a feminist perspective on our reading of Carol which is she's cast as a villain in the show essentially or she's that's how she's portrayed but Joe but she, Joe is the one who like gets into all this trouble and Carol's the one supposedly doing the right thing for the cats. I'm, st- I'm struggling landing on a question about Carol. What do you think is our? What do you think is at the root of our contempt for Carol?
1: So I have actually heard a few different sides of this now, including just this morning. One of my friends texted me to let me know that his friend's team Carol, um, which I, I I just cannot believe. I, I anyone can do what they want, but. From what you see on the screen and from even just a base level of researching, because I put in my research for that, like she is a very suspicious person and I think that her personality is genuinely unlikable. Um, I think that she has found her other half in her husband who supports her current husband who supports anything that she does. And I think that is their relationship, honestly, goals. So glad that they love each other. Um, Although she does seem to kind of slap him around a little bit. Um, but just looking at the path of her life where she had to leave home early because she her family was too religious she went through a lot she was raped she had to have multiple husbands just because she had nothing else to do she was like 15 when she left um to breeding cats herself never acknowledging that she bred cats and she's just against them she never brought up i realize i used to do this but here are my beliefs now and this is why it's changed because i think that is very fine to change in a span of 20 or 25 years um but she never talks about that her husband goes missing she never seems to be upset about it she declares him dead exactly five years later as soon as she can and doesn't even have the balls to hold a funeral for him i think all of those things whether she had a hand in his murder or not disappearance or not Um, I think that she doesn't handle things well and everyone deals with grief in different ways but she really something is wrong in her head and she has that whole idea in her head that she's saving these tigers she's got a sanctuary when she's got them in cages just as much as Joe or anyone else does so that's where my main problem is I do think my friend victoria who is the one who brought up that feminist perspective um had some good points because the documentarians seem to be a little bit more team joe than team carol but i do think that they really were working with what they got. So with Joe, they got someone who's great at being an actor, and he was great at showing his personality and being fun and exciting. And like, yes, he's got all these tigers that he shouldn't have, but at least he's really cool, which isn't a good thing. But that's what they're working with. With Carol, all they're working with is someone who says, "Um, I hate Joe, he sucks, and I'm better than him, even though I keep them in the tigers in cages too.
0: To be fair... Carol said, the intro of Carol, like, all these troubles in her childhood, she also said, I never had friends growing up. Cats were my only friends.
1: Yeah, that was so sad. That,
0: that human-to-human thing, like, never clicked with her. Which, by the way, shocked she still found a husband. Two husbands. Like, Multiple husbands
1: and boyfriend. I think she had two husbands before Don. So then right. Don was the third husband, and now she's on her fourth husband, and there were boyfriends in between.
0: Right. Whenever my grandma sees someone with a lot of piercings and tattoos, she says, well, there's a lid to every pot. Maybe she said that once. But watching this <laughs> show, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how many different kinds of pots there are and lids to go with them.
1: Absolutely. And she finds them right away, right away, right away, which like,
0: wow. And also the one she landed on, he's like, I didn't, I don't even get like a cat lover vibe from him, but I guess obviously he does. And, or maybe he just loves doing whatever she I think she he says. just
1: loves Carol yeah there's this amazing cinematographic moment when they're talking to the new husband whose name i can't even remember because he's just the new husband it's um, very
0: whatever
1: <laughs> he says i just want to make carol happy and then all of those photos flash across the screen from their wedding where he's literally wearing a tarzan outfit and like on a leash at their wedding and i was like wow yes. you will do anything for this woman yes. how do you find someone like that
0: now, let's discuss the formal events, because there's a wedding, there's a funeral, there's Carol's wedding photos. These people dress up in what they think are formal wear, which, honestly, I was a little impressed with how they turned their aesthetic into a formal... Are um, you referring context. to Carol's
1: wedding, or are you referring no, to the polygamous wedding? No, I'm referring the to Joe's wedding. wedding.
0: Okay. The polygamous wedding, where Joe and... um Where Joe and... Who's that guy who married Trevor?
1: John and Travis. John.
0: Joe and John right
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about the pink shirt moment
0: yeah the pink shirt moment they looked very uniform also did you realize though Joe stands in the middle he kisses the old husband kisses the new husband the new husbands don't kiss each other
1: yes I do and I found out, I mean, I know that in America you can't legally marry multiple people at the same time anyway, but I always kind of wondered, like, which one is really his husband? Right, on but the it was, it was Travis. So he took Travis Maldonado's last name, the taller one, um, that is his, that was his legal husband. And then John Finlay said that he was never legally married to Joe and, like, he's out of everyone's lives now.
0: Side note, if you had doubts that Joe was gay, he obviously, like, legally marries the younger, cuter one like what a move but as we find out neither of them gay
1: I also recently read an article that sometimes um Joe would say that he didn't know if he was gay or not and I'm <laughs> I also I think all these things are coming out and like who who is right who is telling the truth who just wants to get in the spotlight right. but I do have a friend of a friend who dated Joe Exotic um Mom, that's exactly. This is a hot really, fucking really exclusive. Cookies. Yes, so I have Dish. not reached out to this guy yet. I was going to reach out to him on Instagram, and then I got kind of nervous because he had way more followers than me. Um, but my one of my best friends, Richard, who um, worked at music store with me before we worked gay together, friend, right? Yes, yes. You know, the <laughs> six
0: degrees of separation. Six degrees of separation. You and anyone else on earth. There's two degrees between any gay people, any gay person on <laughs> a gay man for sure
1: okay well all of my friends are gay men so
0: well here we go
1: here we go so out of the blue is not out of the blue because everyone knows i love tiger king about a week ago richard texts me and goes hey lady i've got some inside scoop for you and i was like what are you talking about and he said he was looking at his friend's instagram this is a guy that used to be on his volleyball team um i think he still lives in new york i'm not really sure i didn't go deep into his instagram because he had a lot of posts but he was doing one of those instagram stories where someone asks him questions and so someone asked him the question are you single and then he starts talking about how he's been single for a while but super weirdly his ex-boyfriend just came into the spotlight and is super famous and his ex-boyfriend is joe exotic and the i i don't think anyone would ever lie about that because how could you but the thing when i really believed him was he was talking about how he met joe and he was down in the south either texas or oklahoma and his aunt had some sort of big cat and was either trying to sell it or just do something with it and joe exotic shows up and he looks at the cat he looks at this man who is a beautiful young man and goes i'll take them both and if that is not joe
0: exotic i don't even know and he went on a date with him and like
1: he said he was dating him. Joe also had other partners at the time. He didn't say whether that was the married partners or who. I don't know the time period of that this happened in. Um, again, I should have reached out to this guy. I still might. But how crazy is that?
0: I'm speechless. I also <laughs> wanted to say, like, I... I'm pretty equal opportunity. Like my lineup of men I've been with is like truly the UN, uh, and spans generations. I can't put together the. Besides the like, you can pet a tiger, and I'm really charismatic. Like I would love to interview him or to like be at a cocktail party with him and just like pick his brain. I'll send with. you
1: his Instagram after this. Perhaps well, you have the a boy too, but I'm Instagram.
0: talking about Joe. I'm talking about Joe. Oh, exactly. Joe. <laughs> No, I'm talking about Joe I Like, I'm trying to find the sex appeal, and like, it is not there. It, I, I really am like grasping for straws on the like. Do you like, think that it would be different,
1: like in the South, if you had Slim Pickens or because, like, we no. obviously live in this huge city? Okay, no, no,
0: <laughs> no, no. I've I've lived in Slim Pickensville, and I picked the best one of the Slim, and or like you know my in my range. That is not like. Wow, I oh, I mean, I don't think he's. Well, yeah, I know. It's like it's a hard no. It's yeah. It's you're not attracted like,
1: to him. That's that's okay. No,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> but I just don't know why the other boys are that like are a even split. cuter like, than me. I think I'm they're like, all you're, so you're cute. cute boy. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're and like well, down for it.
1: He also, like, he takes advantage, I think, of his charisma by moving so quickly, too. Because if you listen to um, that interview that Dylan did, Dylan, the current husband, did right. with Andy Cohen. Um, he, I did it I need to you should listen to that it's it's really really interesting um he basically says like yeah we went on a date and two weeks later he proposed and i was just gonna like why not so he i think joe moves so quickly because he himself needs that partner in his life but like if you're thinking about being like swept off your feet and all these things are happening and you also live in oklahoma and like i mean dylan i'm sure had other dates because they did meet on grinder but like if someone's taking you to like all these parades and limos and saying all these things and also is having a documentary filmed about them i think there's a lot of a lot to draw you in and then when you're with someone every day that's maybe how the love grew um i do believe dylan when he says that he's in love with joe now and he is like really sticking by his side but it's very interesting
0: do you think dylan is going i mean now his star is rising and well all of their stars have risen but like Joe is now in prison for, like, indefinitely.
1: 22 years.
0: Which, like, what? He's going to get out when he's 80-something? Like, yeah, like 75.
1: I think he's, like, 57, maybe? He, he it's, it's pretty... What? How much
0: he's fit mm-hmm. in 57 years is unbelievable. I know. <laughs> I just realized this, though. I guess they never travel.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Like, do you think Joe has traveled the world at all?
1: no i think he's traveled the midwest because they did have that (laughs) traveling truck where they would like bring you know the the tigers around to malls but i don't i don't think he's he probably hasn't left the country or if he has it wouldn't have been very often
0: that's why it's my friend said this is he just started watching this and he said shout out to josh he said it's a this is an american story
1: oh this is american culture
0: And then, well, yeah, one of the guy, the participants in your presentation said, this is when you're walking along in the woods and you're bored and then you see a log and you turn it over and you see all the things that are happening under it. That's the show.
1: And you can't look away. There's all these things happening. It's not good. You don't love it, but it's all there and it's the nitty gritty.
0: What do you think about the things that I admire are that they, well, Uh, they are obviously abusing these animals or like, especially the the men. I think Carol, there's a chance that she's not because she doesn't let people pet them and whatever. Um, But there is something like queerly beautiful about them finding their passion and being like completely devoted to something in their life. Like I can't be like, yeah, I'm going to invest all of my money, all of my time, my entire lifestyle into this one cause, which is getting, which is exotic cats
1: yeah it's i mean i agree it is beautiful and when they tell the story of how they got into it it's always like oh i I had like two tigers and i've never felt love like i felt from those tigers um but then it's like a classic spiraling to become a fatal flaw where no person needs to have bred 200 tigers um
0: right it's kind of like oh i didn't know what i didn't know what like joy felt like until i had a drink and now i just can't stop drinking it's like oh wait whoa whoa whoa, like yeah like wait a second that's not okay (laughs) right like everybody like is into this up to like one tiger but like
1: Mm
0: um i wanted to ask you this um uh who's the terrible guy doc
1: oh doc Antle.
0: it's Antle. i was about to call him doc richards that's not right kim richards is her housewife doc richards is the guy um no (laughs) No, Doc Antle. Doc Antle.
1: Doc Antle.
0: Uh, Doc, right, he said he was just he was doing this sort of monologue about like tigers and everything. He said, um, "You've never felt power like you have until you've spent time with tigers." And I wanted to know, do you think he meant that you feel powerful, or he's awed by their power?
1: I think he feels powerful by being able to um, show that he owns them and he controls them because none of these tigers are out in the wild and they're not it's not the same as if you go and you were to see like a tiger out in the wild and you say wow that's that's very scary first of all but very powerful but all of these tigers that they've bred and into captivity they own them and they perform with them like you see him and his wives um standing on the stage with multiple tigers 400 500 pounds and they're not afraid so I think for most of them, it's that sort of power that they are feeding off of. Like, yes, the tiger is powerful, but I'm more powerful because I'm a man and I'm controlling this wild animal.
0: It's so perverse. Don't you think the the scenes at, in the very last episode of the tigers in the wild are so, like, overwhelming to see the tigers finally in a jungle instead of fucking Oklahoma cave fields? <laughs>
1: Yes, and I do wish that there was more on that in the documentary, um, which, as we kind of said before, these people fell into the documentarian's laps, and how could you not tell that story instead? But I've been reading a lot of articles and interviews with, I don't even know their names, the two directors, um, and they said, oh yeah, obviously there was tons of abuse going on, even with Joe, and while we all knew that, I... I think it would have been helpful for the framing of all of these people as well to be like yes it's not just Doc Antle that is abusing a tiger it's like Joe is and here's some proof because that's the story that really does need to be told and I think it might be told after this now um but i don't know why they're so willing to talk about these in interviews and articles now where basically i've watched the series three times you never see them say oh by the way joe is abusing these animals you see really sad scenes like that baby being pulled away from its mom immediately underneath that like grate. but you don't see them acknowledging like Oh, Joe's really sad and he's in love and all of these things, but also he beat up all these tigers. So, I think that they missed a lot by not by waiting until after the documentary and that shows kind of what's missing.
0: But they probably what I didn't realize and probably what they're assuming is that this isn't illegal what they were doing in terms of the tigers themselves, like kill I th- like wasn't him going to jail was because he killed five tigers and he's not allowed to do that, yes. but like breeding them is not illegal.
1: So breeding them's, it's a little iffy. Selling them is what is illegal.
0: Right, but keeping them in captivity not illegal.
1: It's not illegal. No, you. And you can charge as long as you don't people to come buy see them. them. Yeah, So okay, like all of his documents, like say like oh they were donated or I rescued this one, oh. um, which is also the problem with Carol. Is I think I don't know how many cats she has, but she's got a bunch that like have fraudulent paperwork as well that say like this is a rescue when it's from when she was breeding tigers in the '90s or something Side note, like that. What
0: exotic tiger in? Florida or Oklahoma has legit paperwork.
1: Oh, none of them. That's that's also like why why are can we do better? Can we just not allow that? Because I feel like you should be able to look at something and say you're lying. Let's talk about this.
0: Right. Um, Do you think the the other like total underlying question the whole time for me is like aren't I have learned that tigers are like aggressive and that as you said if you see them in the wild like you're in a dangerous situation. You should leave. Yeah, they should leave. They don't have to react well with humans. But obviously, like, when that tiger was born and they, like, dragged it right away with the clip thing under the fence to, like, take it, and then, like, they put it in a baby fucking, <laughs> um, baby fucking crib in their fucking house, um, and then, like, hold it and shit. Do you think, like, they obviously fuck up the cats from early and think make them think that humans are, like, fine and whatever, yes. and so that they they're can, like, them, them and hold them. Mm-hmm. Domesticate right so they're domesticating these cats until they're big but obviously they don't always like once they're big they still like don't know their own strength or whatever and so they will like bite and bite that that man's ear off or, or yes. that man's arm arm off i don't does he identify as a man he he uses he pronouns
1: yes he uses he him pronouns
0: okay saf. that's saf which is short saf. for his last name yeah Safri. so like they'll they'll bite saf's arm off and then like bite joe's um foot and drag him a little bit like
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that was also one of the arguments for doc Antle, um for people who say he gases the tigers when they're no longer cub petting age for him right, because there right. is that moment i don't know for tigers if it's months or years but when they get too big and they are able to you know bite a kid's arm off that's when they're not allowed to be cup petters like they can joe still keeps his adult tigers and i think people just look at them and maybe he performs with them but he you can't let your audience come and play with them um so people think that when they're of that age doc Antle, you know gets rid of them because he can't make money off of them anymore
0: which is very young
1: yeah, it's, it's it's either four months or four years, which either way is young for a tiger. I, I, I don't think it's yeah. four months. I feel like it's four years. But it's like when they're, yeah, when they're big enough, you can't let anyone around them who's not trained.
0: Now, we had an interesting discussion at the very tail end of your presentation, which was an, an hour and 45 minutes and could have been <laughs> twice as long.
1: We had to um, cut it
0: off. <laughs> people were saying something like, well, you know, I would pet a tiger if I could, or like it was like, I would never do that. Da, da. What do you think about that? I, I would pet a tiger. Or, like, I I would understand the impulse to pet a tiger. Obviously, I will not be, like, attending one of these things and, like, paying money and contributing to this problem. I understand why people did. And, like, there's this, like, perverse human impulse to, like, be fascinated with the dangerous and the exotic and the, like... Novel. Do you fault any of the attendees of these parks?
1: I do not. Um, I I would fault people if they saw direct abuse and then continued to give money or continued to say to look past that. So, uh, going back to the documentary um directors they said one of the reasons they they never gave in and they never pet the cubs in any of the zoos that they looked at was because they saw so much abuse and they didn't want to contribute to that and i was like well then why didn't you talk about this but um so i think that would be a tough decision and if you're spending so much time with them and saw that i would agree with that but the scenario i like to think of is with jeff lowe when not that i like him but when he what he would do is that horrible thing of putting tigers in a suitcase and bringing them up to a vegas hotel room and like tell girls down in the casino right. to come see them
0: baby tigers
1: yes baby tigers awful but you cannot tell me that if you're in vegas having the time of your life which is already supposed to be a place where what happens in vegas stays in vegas Sin if a, if a man or woman anybody comes up to you especially his hot wife but anyone comes up to you and says hey like
0: wives.
1: yeah one of the hot wives um and <clears throat> says to you hey i've got baby tigers in my room do you want to come play with them that's an absolute yes for me like there is <laughs> how could i say no to that i'm sorry if you're
0: three sheets to the wind and you're in las vegas and they're like oh you're yes. at the not de blasio what's it called Mila, mirage bellagio the mirage or the, what's yeah that?
1: one of those i've never been to vegas i don't know
0: it's not the de blasio it's the the de blasio <laughs> it's the um, uh, the, the, the Bellagio, the the Bellagio Hotel. If you're at the Bellagio and you're at the slots, and you and then or you go to the blackjack table, and then like, hey, come up, you're going or like, yeah, gotta be well, honest, and also I'm going. like.
1: In that situation, my first question isn't going to be, "How'd you get the tigers in there?" Like, if if I you know went along that right. process and thought, "You put that in a suitcase? Like, that's not cool. I don't like this. I want to do it." But that's not going to be your instinct. Your instinct is going to be like, "Wow, you've got a baby tiger! Of course, I'll go." Which is Wasn't another problem in... with all of us. But
0: that was in the Hangover movie or whatever, right? Does the Bellagio, it, is there a tiger in there. No, that yeah, like yeah, they Vegas they have um,
1: that guy with the face tattoo right his his tiger he's a real guy i don't remember what his name is
0: yeah i don't know and
1: they sing that beautiful song What Two tigers dream of
0: yeah um no mm -hmm. okay i'm not gonna sing it but speaking of cross tigers crossing over to mainstream you have a hot piece of goss about doc antle and where we've already seen him but didn't know that we were seeing him oh britney spears britney fucking spears
1: yes so he well one of the reasons i think besides doc being a psycho um is that he has all these cats is because he wanted to be famous so he in the documentary they touched on how like he provided the the animals for like many different hollywood movies and he is one of those um, like trainers that will oversee this and he'll rent out his tigers for things uh, but they i can't believe they didn't talk about this because there's video that he was on stage with Britney for the 2001 MTV Music Video Awards um, which wild the when she entire had the per- snake she yeah she yeah the famous her famous snake photo he was in the cage that she starts out in which is also it's not like he's off to the side he's in (laughs) the cage that she begins in and he's you know got his long hair petting his lion or tiger whatever he's got with there's a tiger
0: there that he's like attending to
1: Yes, he's attending to it the whole time, and it's, like, very sexual. But he's just, there's these hot dancers doing their thing, and then there's just, like, him touching this tiger in the background. It is amazing. What is it? It's for Slave to You, I think.
0: Yeah, right. I'm a slave to yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so love what that. About <laughs> that. What about that fame piece? Because it's so funny. See, because Carol, to me, does not care about being famous, whereas Joe and Doc and Jeff definitely do like they want to turn this into a they want to be media figures which like great irony of this is that there's like no one more famous right now in this (laughs) but what do you think about the the fame like doing this for attention thing
1: i think that carol got what she wanted and that she's already a millionaire so um i mean she got that from her husband who has disappeared but
0: she gets to
1: We'll touch on that next. She gets to live her life with these cats that she loves. Her first baby her photo she's is like her and a cat. Her goal. So yeah, I think for her, her goal is to be around cats and whatever she had to do to get there. Although she's allergic to them, which is insane.
0: I know. I love that. She's like that's why I have tile floors throughout <laughs> my house. I'm allergic. I have tile floors. I'm like, what?
1: What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that. I don't think she's as much in for the fame I think she needed a means to have as many cats as she wanted and she's a millionaire so that's fine but she did ride the social media train a lot I don't think she's necessarily doing it for the cats it's great that she gets donations for them and I hope that they go towards the actual sanctuary um, and not other things or whatever but she she has like video series she's got those so like stupid music videos about cats which joe's are stupid too we can talk about that after um but she recently tweeted at kim kardashian or her oh, just sanctuary a, a just to
0: listener who haven't seen this this show <laughs> and they're like wait they have music videos wait she's a millionaire wait she's allergic to cats wait her husband disappeared? Wait, what do we have to get to that later about? Wait, she has this millions of dollars? This
1: is why I made the presentation. Because you cannot. Yeah. You cannot. You like cannot. There's no linear timeline.
0: You, you cannot. Um.
1: So she recently tweeted at Kim Kardashian, which was a little bit of a cry for help and fame, in my opinion. Um, but Kim Kardashian tweeted something crazy like, oh my god, have you seen Tiger King? Uh, uh-huh. Do you think Carol did it? and <gasps> her sanctuary responds and says hey kim we'd love to have you come down to the big cat rescue when this whole covid thing is all over you can even come meet carol i'm like that would be I, she's trying to save her image but that's such a huge like stunt like kim kardashian really is that who you really need to be bringing into your like cat sphere so i don't think well, she's she as bad into the cat
0: sphere. yeah <laughs>
1: um but i think she i don't think she's opposed i think if if she came out looking less like a villain she would have loved it
0: now don't you think there is a trump hillary dynamic going on between joe and carol
1: yes and this is from the few people i've heard who are team carol it's all been she is she it's like a hillary clinton vibe where we all love to hate her the only information we see are things i that do are not meant to i'm hate a her. hillary lover oh oh yeah i know i just i mean carol you're not a carol lover
0: no I, right i'm not a carol lover
1: right. yes yeah, so yes we're hillary lovers for sure
0: <laughs> um oh my god
1: <laughs> but she again it's for me it's the personality in the documentary in her own videos even like she's not someone that i like I want to believe that she's helping cats, but like I said, I don't think her sanctuary is as much as she acts like it is. And I don't like that she doesn't pay any of her workers. I mean, she's got full-time workers, but she's got that army of 80 volunteers that she doesn't yeah, pay. Yeah, and you cool. can't make an intern work six days a week for 12 hours and still not even know their name. Like, why are they putting that all was, that work in that for you? That was too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a problem for me. And admitting that you don't know anybody until five years in... Um, i think you should part of your job at that point when you're just taking care of cats and living your millionaire life would be to get to know those people who are doing all this work for you
0: yeah and i think it's the like i as as you noted i'm like posturing like i'm um like values what is it virtue signaling where it's like i'm doing the right thing for these cats i'm i'm the best yes instead of like confessing like listen, I'm obsessed with cats, I want them to be treated right, and it's probably not great to have them all in all these cages, but like what other job am I going to do? Like, who would hire me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> who would hire me? And there is there is a need for sanctuaries and proper zoos with proper care because five to 10,000 tigers are living in captivity, and if they're bred into it, they can't be released into the wild, they would die. So there is a need oh. for this, but there need like no more breeding should happen. I think, what is it, like 4,000 live in the wild and almost 10,000 live in captivity. But... Isn't that insane? It's insane. And so the, these tigers need a house. They need somewhere to live. You can't just go and kill all the tigers <laughs> if you are bred into captivity. Yeah, they need a house. I'll take them in. I will not. I could not take care they of them. They need
0: tigers. a two-bed, two-bath, man. <laughs> 3,000 In New York?
1: Meat. That's not affordable.
0: I know. Well, that's why we have no sanctuaries. We don't have sanctuaries for humans. <laughs> no- True. Um... um Okay, Carol's... The disappearance of Carol's husband. Yes! Now, I noted... So, they mentioned maybe episode three that Carol's millionaire husband that she married, they had some marital problems, and he was a millionaire. He went missing, quote-unquote. She reported him missing. She then, like, broke into the off his office basically got his will and other documents forged them this is i don't get that part where she forged them to say given my death or disappearance all of my assets will go to blank and she took 90 percent of the assets and apparently when someone disappears you have to wait five years she waited five years in a day to put <laughs> the papers in and be like okay he's gone now like he's presumed dead now where's my money and she like got the money um the th- there's no body anywhere the theories are, no one believes he went to, he went to Costa Rica, <laughs> <laughs> um, even though that's what she says. The theories are that she killed him and and or put him through the meat grinder, but definitely fed him to the cats.
1: Yes. So let's start with a little bit of backup.
0: And then I want to say, I'm going to make a note about one thing I definitely want to say about this, but let's okay.
1: start. So Carol married this guy who was 22 years older than her he already had a whole family he left the entire family for her which happens all the time like staff and family woman. but she was the other woman the found other on young the side of the street crying, woman.
0: by the way yes as we all are but you know what i realized is that i faulted her for that like oh like this girl who had nothing like bags of millionaire because she needs money She found her on the side of the street was like get in the car she was like no i'm not getting in the car and then he like pushed her like no i want you to get in the car
1: yeah, I which, like, was, I mean, he's definitely messed up in the head, too. I mean, yeah, and no, he, no one is
0: clear-minded here. But he I had, she like, a, a record idea. of cheating. Yes. Right. But she was just like, oh, this guy, like, heck with this guy. No way. <laughs> it's not like she went, like, cruising to find her next opportunity. Like, really Her next wasn't. millionaire. Right, exactly. And he was like, get in the car, hold this gun to my head, and, and if you like me, you know. He literally said, I have a gun, you can, it was terrible. Anyway. I'm sorry, go back to what you were saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they so they get together, he leaves his family, they get married. Right, but right. there is, like, this whole slew of events where the old family, which I think, you, I don't want to take everything they say to heart necessarily, because obviously they're a little upset still, even though many years have passed, but they haven't been able to get over that because he's been gone for so many years. But um, I don't think... I think they're being pretty truthful when they they and also his friends say he was kind of afraid of carol carol had a temper and he even filed a restraining order and his daughter had said it was a lot for him to go to the police because he didn't like the police because he was probably doing illegal activities but like for him to say like as this big powerful man that he was to go to the police and say like hey my wife is threatening to kill me can you help me and they said no they said freedom of speech which who knew who free knew speech freedom went of so, speech so, far. so far yes thank you
0: oh my god but, i thought you cannot say i'm gonna kill you with this knife or whatever
1: but no i guess if there's i don't maybe it's changed since then because this was what like maybe like 90 92 but so bizarre so he had tried to file the restraining order less than two months later goes this is missing. years into their marriage obviously yes yes multiple years into their marriage
0: no kids um, thank god wait thank god right?
1: <laughs> No, I right, don't think... No kids. Okay. I don't think so.
0: No, Doc has kids. But, Doc
1: Ansel uh, has that... Yeah, a bunch of kids.
0: Right. Thank God Joe doesn't have kids. I mean, obviously, maybe. But...
1: Oof. Um,
0: so, he so, says, so, yeah, I want a restraining so he, order. It doesn't work out. He
1: says, I want a restraining order. And, like, at this time, he was going to Costa Rica a lot. He was trying to move the whole cat right. rescue there because there's less rules down there. And he had... he's has a record of cheating. He's got a girlfriend down there. But he did want to move the whole rescue down. Carol and everything um and the thing that gets me is her story she says oh he told me last night he was waking up early he was going down to costa rica so he said, I very, had to have everything very have very early no she says early 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 yes times. No,
0: she says it in like the 95 in the documentary it's too
1: rehearsed it's too rehearsed right and i have never been in um under suspicion of murder luckily and I know that there's probably something that a lawyer would tell you to say, "Get your story straight." But I think there's a difference between getting your story straight and having a script that you read from using and, the same
0: qualitative delivery methods.
1: yes, it's the it's same pitch early, early, early. It's very bizarre. <laughs> um, and his lawyer, that guy with the amazing polka dot tie. Um, yes, who looks very stressed out and then also um one of don's friends who they also that interviewed the only
0: person i trust more than um saf is it
1: saf yeah <laughs> yeah saf, that lawyer yeah. was and that lawyer knew his place too because when they said he totally. he said i think don was murdered and they said who do you think did it and he goes not go in there because he, yeah, knows exactly. he first of all can't say it but like he knows who did it um right. But they all agreed he only had these tiny little planes. He would have had to stop for fuel four to five times to get all the way to Costa Rica. Right. There was no way he could escape in that manner without having so many things lined up. So I think right. it's all way. But they found his van
0: at the airport.
1: With his keys and his briefcase and everything in it. Like, like was, it was planted. You, was
0: his plane gone, by the way?
1: I honestly don't know. It, it must right? have been. It must have been gone. Yeah.
0: Because they just found the van there, but but someone was like, this looks like it was put here on
1: A police officer said, the guy who was running the FBI case said, oh yeah, yeah, it looks like it's planted but also this is another thing this had a very making a murderer vibe to me where not necessarily that amount of police corruption but they didn't investigate as much as they should have i think that they you know the first 24 hours of finding any evidence that is when you need to dust for fingerprints you need to find anything in there um you need to do dna tests as much as they had back then which they still had enough to be able to do something um so i think they lost a lot there whether it was on purpose because her brother was a sheriff or because they thought why would this woman kill her husband but right, they lost the so much and i think they if he did fly away on his own and disappear i think they would have been able to find a little bit more had they really investigated but they didn't investigate until everything was gone they brought the car back to carol's property before anyone looked at it like That's
0: terrible <laughs> yeah Do you you think that she... Let's go easy first. One, do you think she put him through the meat grinder that they use to grind up old meat to feed the cats?
1: So she did say one thing that made me think that was a little viable. Yes, I do. (laughs) I do think that. Because I think it would have been easier for her to make sure that no bones were, like,
0: undigested. The bones, bones,
1: And she had said, like... Even, wait can i tell you like, what i think she said yes
0: well this is well hmm. i don't want to add it you tell me what you think she said that gave it away to you and i'll tell you what she said that gave well, it away
1: to me there was a moment when they were talking about like a dead tiger or something dead and she goes oh, unless they just parted it out right there i don't know how they'd move the body and i was like yeah because you would cut it up put it in that meat grinder and then feed it to the tigers and then we also later on had the sardine oil incident
0: that is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Exotic's foot, he claims someone p- sabotaged him and p- sprayed cologne on it. And a, he was doing his campaign video when he was running for either president or governor. Like, <laughs> legit running for office. Uh, uh, and one tiger kept biting his foot and then bit it and dragged him a little bit. They interviewed Care about that. Like, oh, what do you think? And she says... I mean that's ridiculous. Why would somebody spray cologne on a boot? I mean, t- cats don't even like that. I mean, you would have to put sardine oil or something that cats <laughs> like. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I know. She was serving me like OJ oh, if I did it realness.
1: Um excuse me. I know not. Everyone can see this, but literally look at what is on my nightstand.
0: I did The it O.J. Simpson the... book. Yes!
1: It's the book. It's yes! Re- I mean, they re- they republish it as I did it because the, the guy's family has it now, but yeah. Oh, you mm. know I love an O.J. Simpson trial. But Apparently, I don't beyond. know if this was real. There was a tweet. I didn't get to check if it was an actual thing, but O.J. tweeted, I think Carol did it.
0: <gasps> okay, so that's funny. Should, I'll check also, on that for you. <laughs> also too dark. Like, that's, even I'm like, you know what, haha, ha. also, nope. You don't get a a spot anymore.
1: Like you said, Sardine Oil, who, I know she deals with cats and, like, maybe that's something they use in their thing, but for that to be the first thing she says, instead of just saying, oh, cats don't like cologne, because she could have stopped there and it would have been way less weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She, she outed herself by saying- She was too ready. She was too prepared for what it would be. Like, it's, it's like when you're talking about, like, if you were casually talking about how you would- Who's who casually talking. About? Well, but it's like if you were to kill someone, how would you? And like yes. you would like think it out, and then but then usually you run into roadblocks. Like oh, but then this would happen, or like because there's no really good full way to. I mean, <laughs> my, my aunt only says uh, that her master plan is to kill somebody in uh, like China and then be on a plane at the same like. To going and travel time zones and so then when they <laughs> when they tell you um where were you at this time at this place you're like i was nowhere i was on a plane that's so smart you know? yeah and she's like it's the perfect crime <laughs> and i'm like well yeah it's, i mean <laughs> is she okay like rather... no she's <laughs> but we were maybe that was a cocktail hour story and it was funnier at the time but there's really like no good way to do it but when you offer like oh no you should put sardine oil on it it's like
1: yeah, yeah, that was... It was a lot. like so and she you would, thinks he's, like, your money all on, over your body.
0: Right, you would put your money on, she put him through the meat grinder, and then put him, gave him to the tigers.
1: I do. Like, okay, you can't feed a whole body to the tigers, because that's going to be an issue. I think that would leave more evidence. If you put it through the meat grinder, you already... Um, Mixing with other weird meat. Yeah, mixing with others. You're probably already disinfecting that, not all the time, but, you know, once a month anyway. So it wouldn't look weird if you would have disinfected it. And next day, you're already going to be running more meat through it. So I think it was, it's just a little bit more foolproof than just, like, cutting him up. And also, like, ew, I don't know. I think either way it's gross, but I would like to believe that she wasn't, like, cutting him up into small bits. And I also would like to believe that she didn't just throw an entire body there. So
0: Yeah. I offered that perhaps we want to believe that she fed her husband to the tigers because it's it validates fun. well it's fun and also it validates all of our patriarchal imprinting of how women always have a secret mode or an ulterior motive and like are these conniving figures where like it's this like weird validation of those imprinted notions that we have or like suspicions we're taught to have about women who are in control.
1: Yeah, and she in in the grand scheme of large cat zoos and sanctuaries, she's definitely a big player. So, and also one of the only women, um, but mm. to that I would also respond and say Doc Antle has just as much reasons for us to hate him and i mean for he didn't kill any people that we know of but like killing tiger is and also being super weird with like grooming young teen girls to come live with him forever like i think there are characters more evil than carol in this so i don't I don't know, it also might just be me being optimistic, because I would like to believe that we don't all hate Carol only because she's a woman. I'm sure there are some predispositions because of that, but I think that she did enough in her life and in in all this to make us not like her.
0: That's true. She was litigious when she did not need to be. Exactly. Which is a waste of money and defers, like, it it detracts uh, money away from the cat's.
1: And it shows like she was doing this just to prove a point. And she knew, I've got more money than you. I'll keep you in court. I don't need you to. Because Joe is this little guy down in Oklahoma. He's not a good guy. But she she was so set on taking him down and not saving his cats. Because her husband had said to, like, isn't this a waste of money? And he says, yeah, it would be if it were just you know because of the law but it's personal for us and for them to admit like they're doing this because it's personal and not only because they want to save these 227 cats and even if they did get joe you know sent to jail many years ago what were they going to do take in all 200 of those tigers it would have also posed an issue no matter what if they won back then or if they won now whatever
0: did they say that they that it was personal against joe and that they didn't they're like not it's not because he has so many cats and we're all about the cats at any time. Yes,
1: Don said it's personal. Now, what Joe did make it personal by having an entire YouTube series about wanting to kill Carol. He did. So, like he <laughs> he brought this on himself. He so made things it. we haven't talked about are the YouTube series that he has, oh my where God. he's got a sex doll of that he names Carol, shoots in the head, and he sticks like a huge dildo in the mouth and says, we're coming for you. Yes. Um, like, talking about freedom of speech, apparently you can say all those things. Who knew? <laughs> Not me.
0: And he, and of course he had the whole warehouse and then the former documentary and then tried to catch all this for a reality show, um, Joe finds out with his lawyer that he doesn't own any of the footage that this reality show producer has been filming. And so Joe, obviously, I mean, it comes out, they make you seem like, make, give the, you the impression that he blew up his entire studio that included alligators in the other half of it so that he destroyed all the footage that this reality show producer guy had.
1: Yeah, because he was, like, feeling trapped. Um, also, when he made those commercials and said, whoever finds, <coughs> excuse me, Um, whoever finds out like information about who burnt my studio down it's 10,000 but it's double if it has to do with animal rights groups like I think that he if he was the one who did it he gained the most out of it because he got free publicity he got a new building he got people to feel bad for him and he's no longer um, losing this footage including the internet footage which the guy owned so I think he had the most to gain out of it Um, there is some like weird info about the former documentarian like a couple months later he had a different suspicious fire on his property or some other film of his but I I don't know I think that he lost so much time he lived in a farm in Oklahoma that he didn't want to be in for this show and for him to not even make any money off of this that's that would have been a huge loss emotionally and financially for him. So, so don't think, I don't know. Think I think Joe... Joe had the most to gain out of it. I think Joe did it. And for Joe to also be like away at a funeral so no one could ask him. It was perfect. I don't know. I think Joe hired someone. I don't think Joe did it. I think Joe would hired someone to do it, though.
0: Speaking of, do you think Joe hired that guy to go kill Carol?
1: Honestly... I don't even know. So,
0: and also, I don't go- even think Joe knows.
1: yeah, me me neither because he's he's been talking about killing Carol for so long. It's like which conversation was serious? And right. the, that FBI agent who has that, like really cool vibe who like reads her closing. statement i could statement. not cast
0: a better fbi agent voice and everything she's just like we work with these people and and she has this <laughs> short fabulous haircut like she's jet so red cool. hair jet red is a color yeah
1: <laughs> so when she's reading her closing statement she did say something that like it made a lot of sense when she said like okay we all know that Joe has said a lot of things out in public, but we're here because of things that he said in private when he didn't think he was being recorded. So like if he's saying these things in public for publicity, not cool, but it makes sense for his personality. For him to also be saying these in private conversations and like considering whether he paid someone or not, considering like, hey, would you? Or like, how much would it cost? And like really positing that enough where people are thinking you're serious is a lot. I think with that guy, the the drug addict who he supposedly went down to Florida and then didn't end up going or did, who knows? Um, I I honestly don't even know if I believe that Joe gave him the three thousand because he had right. to. They had to pull that information out of him so much. He was like, "Well, it was five, but he could only come up with three. Right. And as desperate as this guy may have been for money, I don't think anyone would accept three thousand for even like pretending to murder someone. Like if if he had like an idea for a day to think like, I might murder them for you. Like he either went into this knowing like, of course I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to steal this 3k. But I also think like Joe is an idiot. Joe is so stupid, but I don't know that he's stupid enough to think that someone who is on as many drugs as this guy is on would do this for 3000 and not tell anyone. So
0: including travel,
1: including travel. Yeah. So I feel I feel a little lost with that I, I'm sure he almost or did pay someone to kill Carol uh, and I think that he does need to be rehabilitated and I, I don't know that I necessarily trust him out um, in the open right now I'm not a free Joe exotic person but um he I don't know it feels <laughs> it feels very silly to throw away these 20 years of this feud for $3,000. Like, you spent millions on legal fees, and I know you're broke, but if you were really serious about it, I think he would have done it a little bit better. And Mm -hmm. he pissed people off so much in this time when it all started to unravel. He was upsetting Jeff, and he was upsetting all of his workers, so that it got to the point that once they had this soundbite of this guy Mm -hmm. saying... I Yeah, he paid me $3,000. They were able to get everyone to turn on him. So yeah. I don't think framed is the right term, but I do think that they caught him for something that he may or may not have actually done.
0: I have two final points that I would like to cover, which is insane because there's 12,000 more points.
1: Which is why you have to watch the show.
0: Which is why I would... Encu- I mean, I'm sorry, but I would encourage everyone to watch the show. <laughs> um, number one... The most the character to whom I am the most sympathetic is is it, um, is it Tra- Trevor or okay, I'll get it right. Travis. Right. Travis. 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 Travis.
1: Nope.
0: Not it's not even Travis. It's Travis's mother.
1: Mom, I know Cheryl. That's my mom's name too.
0: Tra- yep. Travis's mother, who he flew the coop for whatever reason, but she came and then got with joe in this polygamous marriage she visited the tiger thing and like supported her son blah blah. she blah. worked
1: at the tiger zoo she there's a shot of her wearing like a like a gw zoo uniform
0: okay so she you know whether it's out of desperation or support or a combination of the two she was like there for travis blah 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 travis kills himself has uh which you think is on purpose right i thought it was on purpose when i watched it
1: yes yeah for for those who have not watched it travis takes a moment um and he 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 jokes around with guns a lot but he's talking to one of his coworkers and is like sh- like pointing joe's a gun campaign at the dude manager
0: for his joe's campaign for <laughs> governor,
1: <laughs> and who was presidents. a
0: walmart um gun manager <laughs>
1: um he's like pointing the gun at this guy which he always does and he points the gun at himself and the guy yells at him is like dude don't be an idiot and he goes oh this isn't gonna fire don't worry it doesn't have the whatever gun part i don't know and he shoots himself in the head i do think i don't think it was an accident i think this guy was around guns enough to know what was going to fire and what wasn't and Mm -hmm. um when he when you find out he refers to himself as a prisoner and that joe doesn't let him leave joe keeps him drugged up joe doesn't let him have fun and he isn't even gay i think yeah he was in the depth i I don't know if he meant yeah he he was having some trouble
0: um but in in his funeral that they i I, for a second i thought oh okay like everyone's wearing their their like country boy yet all black funeral outfits and then joe was doing the thing the eulogy i guess and says something terrible about his balls yep but we're not gonna say it like, just, like, so inappropriate for a eulogy, and then, like, performs a song of his own, of Joe's own, as, like, a thing. Just, like, created this performance situation for himself, which was so abhorrent. And the poor mother is sitting there in the front row, like, crying, yet, I'm sure, cringing. And, like, that was bad (laughs) enough. Then Joe meets fucking Dylan, which, you know, God bless Dylan, but, like, (laughs) this is two months later. Nine weeks later. Yep, he invites... Travis's mother to the wedding and she's like, well, you know, I felt kind of weird but I figured I might as well. She goes, she's the only guest besides the... Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. She's the only guest besides the freaking officiant woman. Yeah. She's like the witness. She's the witness. That beyond... Even the animal abuse made me so enraged I could not take. And it. that's when I was so. Off so she's of Jill's the only side. guest. I was like, crazy she's- is funny, crazy is crazy until it's actually like so hurtful.
1: And she's the only guest. And then she says, and then I never saw Joe Exotic again. So he didn't try to like. I mean, she he was also a year older than her, but she, I mean, she as her being so supportive, whether he referred to her as mom or he should have been like some sort of son thing for her because she is clearly going through a lot you were going through a lot a couple weeks ago but then got over it like you cannot leave this woman and then he did after all they've been through also like i I think he really was only with travis for four or five years so as much as he knew travis like she she's his mom come on and he was so young like way too young for this um, so, yeah, I think that was one of Joe's darkest moments, if not his darkest one.
0: Who do you have the most sympathy for in the whole story?
1: Ooh, that's tough. Um, I think the three main workers, slash all yes. the workers, of the GW Zoo. So, yes. Rinky, who is the guy with no legs, yep. um, the other manager with the long blonde hair, whose name yes. I can't remember, and Saf. Yes. Because yes. I think the three of them truly were in it for the cats Um, rinky with no legs is a little bit more iffy because he was in a lot of the kill carol baskin videos but i do think that they were all there to take care of these cats and kind of keep joe in line and i mean saf went back to work after losing his arm like five days later because he didn't want the cats to look bad and i don't think that was joe brainwashing him i think it was legitimately he didn't want this zoo to shut down because of this um so i think the three of them it's very sad that they spent years and years of their lives they lived in these horrible rvs on the park just because they needed something to do and they were willing to give up everything for these cats they're willing to work 80, 90 hours a week, no vacation, almost no pay. And all they get out of it is this crazy guy who doesn't even really respect them. So I think that's, that's very sad.
0: Now, the great irony of this whole story, of course, is that Joe is now in a cage in prison himself. Yes. Do you think justice was served?
1: I do not think justice was served because I think there are enough people as bad or worse than joe who are still doing exactly what joe was doing um i think that joe should be in jail i think that it's important that our entire jail system is reformed which is never going to happen but just adding another number to the system isn't going to help him Um, i'm sure that he will not serve his entire 22-year sentence i think that this will continue to help his fame and in a couple years if he's got good behavior they will let him out and i hope that he is not allowed to own big cats after that um but i think in general justice was not served by this because who really won not the cats carol baskin maybe but honestly it wasn't even because of something that she helped with so i think that no one wins at the end of this which is very sad
0: except For us, the viewers. Except
1: for us, who are all quarantined, we have nothing to do but watch the show three times and make a 54 slide presentation.
0: What an insane aligning of the stars that this is like just culturally where we are, that everybody is in front of the Netflix and that this show is insanely compelling and just like, boom, hitting the culture all at once.
1: And I think even if we all weren't in the situation we were, where we're stuck at home now, this would have been big. It is so much bigger, because what else do we have to do? Nothing. It's a very welcome distraction, as sad as the entire thing is. But you know I love it, so.
0: Well, I love you, Steph.
1: (laughs) I love you, Dan.
0: (laughs) Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you. This has been a dream come true for me.
0: What a great ending. That was perfect. (laughs)